ass conversations I've gotten into down here. And I said that, right? And there was a guy behind me who was like waiting to talk to customer to the to the guy at the desk or mm-hmm. what well, woman at the desk and he heard cockroaches and he just kind of was like and scurried out of the back real quick <laughs> <laughs> so it's like got you good some bitch yeah yeah but then like and roaches are pretty common in texas like i'm not even arguing with that right like it was just that i didn't enjoy being woken up by a love bug like that and uh you know giving me kisses on the neck <laughs> gross yeah so, and the worst part is I didn't even know that at the time. Like I just kind of shrugged it off and then I got up and then I saw shit moving. I'm like, oh fuck, I know what that was. <laughs> yeah. So anyhow, so then I go, then the night of that dog thing, right? Yeah. The night before I slept great. because I'm like, oh, I'm finally in a good motel or a good hotel without like cockroaches or anything like that. Right. And then what the fuck happens with that dog? The doors are stuck open in the fucking hotel runs a goddamn cockroach that night as the power was out. And I'm like, you motherfuckers. And I stomped on its head and I'm like, well, one story ends and a new one begins. Huh? Sport. <laughs> oh, welcome to ethic America where we talk about cockroaches. Yeah. I fucking hate Houston. So if any of y'all are from Houston, your city <laughs> sucks dick. Like the biggest dong. It's just over there. Just schlonging around with it. <laughs> Um, I'm glad you enjoyed your time in Houston. They call me Beef Burrito Supreme now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we can start whenever. But I just wanted to tell you that because it was like, okay, so one problem ends and another one begins. Yeah. Excellent. Well, we already started. This is it. Fuck. I'm your host, Beef Burrito Supreme. <laughs> and I'm Aaron. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Last week we talked about Utah, I mean Wyoming. We talked about Wyoming and their power grid and how it's not good and lithium mining batteries and how it's not super great. It's just Mm. as bad as oil, but um, it will save you money, just not buying gas though. Yeah, but so we're switching our car insurance. And now a moment to our sponsor. (laughs) Uh, Oh, Geico isn't our sponsor, are they? No. But I do hear a 15-minute call could save you 15% or less. Yeah, I think you would still save uh, more than 15% by just switching to an electric car and just uh, not buying gas for a year. Yeah, well, if the grid if the grid could support it and we were actually using decent battery technology, I'd totally agree. Like, But our grid can't support shit. Like, California is always having power problems. I was down in Texas this week and... They had all sorts of power problems, but that was largely caused by a tornado. Just think um, about it, though. On a small scale, if like only a certain percentage of people have an electric car, like power gets fine. And you're doing, uh, you're just kind of just saving yourself money by not having to buy gas and just paying that electric bill, which is, I did the math on it a while ago because mm-hmm. I was looking into getting an electric car. Yeah. And man, it is. It is so cheap. It's like fifteen dollars to like fill up, fill up in quotes for a, yeah, like in a battery compared to like forty dollars to fill up your tank. Yeah, I get you. Yeah. Well, and the the other cool thing about electric cars, right? Though, it's you got to take this with a grain of salt. You could technically run like Tesla makes it so that way you could run your house off of your electric car's battery. Which that's really cool, right? It is cool. But 
like you drive to work, you drive back. Are you going to like use the power off of your car until like nine o'clock at night and then charge it up? Yeah. Yes. During a, well, you got to think about the law of conservation of energy here. Mm -hmm. So like that basically states that the amount of energy that you put into something will always be above or minimal at minimum equal in a perfect world. Right. But you'll never hit equal because we don't live in a perfect world. But the amount of energy that you put into something, you'll never get that same amount of energy out of it. Right. So you can, you can be like, Oh man, I'm using my battery off my car, blah, blah, blah. The, you know, it's reducing my costs. And maybe if you had solar panels or something like that, yeah, that'd be cool. But it's, it doesn't really work like that. You'd actually end up spending more money because you'd have to go through the conversion um, to to do it. When I buy my Volkswagen bus and I live down by the river in a van, <laughs> I'm gonna be so happy with my two corgis, my baby, and my fiance down the river in a van. Did you say down by the river in a van? Yeah, down by oh. the river in a van. I miss Chris Farley. Yeah, uh, I miss when he was a rage. Was good. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. Now they just have Keenan Thompson. <laughs> He's been there for like, I forget how many years. Like twenty five uh, seasons or something. I don't know. Keenan Thompson? No, he couldn't have been there for twenty five seasons. It has to be like five or ten. How many seasons <laughs> has Keenan Thompson been on SM? Twenty seasons. Seriously? Yeah. When the fuck did I stop watching it? About fifteen years ago. <laughs> More than that, I think. Like, okay, so, like, one of the worst part is, like, he fell off the grid in the 90s. I'm like, what the hell is he doing? But that would mean that around 2004 he was on there. Yeah. Two- yeah, he's he's been on SNL since he fell off the grid from a Nickelodeon celebrity, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, he was. He was on a show called All That, and then he was on a show called Keenan and Cal. Yeah. Yeah. No, but he's good. Yeah. I like him on, uh, I like his skits in SNL. Uh mm-hmm. But now it's kind of like, I like a weekend update, basically. Yeah, I and if I that. if I like the host, I'll watch it. But yeah. that's I miss Andy Sa- Yeah, I know. Oh, Andy Samberg. I miss him. Yeah, he cracks me up. Yeah, he's so, great. Yeah, yeah, doing great things. Actually, he is doing great things. I love Brooklyn. I know. Yeah, and Lonely Island's great too. Oh yeah. Yeah, I I love the fucking Michael Bolton things, by oh, the yeah. way. So, like, <laughs> he's got a TikTok, right? Michael Bolton does. And he uses that, like, it, there's this episode where, like, or I shouldn't say episode. There's this skit that he does where, like, he's talking to somebody. And they're like, hey, you're Michael Bolton, right? And he's like, yeah. And then, like, he puts his earbuds back in and he, like, walks off. And then it's like, this is the chair of <laughs> Captain Jack Sparrow singing in the background. Right. It's like, yeah, it's kind of funny. He's he's actually, he's doing, like, a lot of little tiny funny things like that, right? He's, I'm glad he's embracing TikTok's, it. His TikTok's definitely worth watching at times. So I haven't seen a lot lately. Um, but I think that's because I just subscribed to a bunch of new TikTokers. So they're. You know, they they like to fill up the content that you haven't mm. seen yet. Well, I just finished editing our TikTok, not TikTok, uh, our social media 
oh. episode. So now I'm just against social media, so I'm, I can't go on TikTok. That's a good point. Yeah. yeah. And now I can't buy electric cars, even yeah. though it would save me could. money. Yeah. I mean, you could. I mean, there are certain areas in the grid, right? Oh, yeah, like, for sure. Like that, they'd, it'd be fine to have an electric car. It's just most of the United States, particularly like the heavier populated cities. Yeah. Um, so like Houston, as an example. I, I, bet, mean, they... I bet Cleveland would be okay because they got a nuclear power plant. <laughs> yeah, tell me about that. No. While Cleveland has no, a nuclear it's... power plant. <laughs> Actually, it's Perry. Perry has the nuclear power plant, but it's just east of Cleveland. But um, basically, Cleveland. I mean, Ohio is only well, uh, four the... parts. It's uh, Columbus, Kentucky, and Cleveland. Because <laughs> <laughs> when you go south of Columbus, you're in Kentucky. Well, I mean, yeah, Cincinnati is right there on the border. They actually call that route, I think it's on 71, the Tri-C route. Yeah. Um, because you hit Cleveland, Cincinnati, and Columbus, and they all start with C. Um, oh, I never got yeah. that. But yeah, well, that makes sense. Yeah. But I mean, yeah. I just assume once I'm south of Columbus, I'm basically in Kentucky because everyone has a Kentucky accent. <laughs> no, y'all need to come down here to Kentucky where we. Uh, I don't really know what they do in Kentucky. I know they do a lot of bourbon. They grow tobacco. So, actually, thing there. Yeah, and actually, now that I think about it, I, I don't know if it's the same anymore. They used to have dry counties in Kentucky. Hmm. I don't mm-hmm. know. I'd have to look into that. Um, but no, um, the issue isn't so much the power generation side of things because we could always produce more oh, power. Yeah, that's true. Right? Right. It's more just like the wires that go to each house. They can only carry so much current, right? Yeah. And they're relying on the fact that like only... 60 percent the house is only running like 60 percent or 80 percent right. you see what i'm saying there yeah as and opposed, the wires but, were basically installed um 70 years ago and they don't update anything so no not i mean they do when like a storm breaks them down but oh. even then they usually just put a splice in there so i mean or run a new line from, if only we would pass an infrastructure bill to like increase all of our grid stuff yeah and if only we did that first before we started relying on this sort of technology and the lithium mining like i said that's that's really not cool either like i mean with any mining process you're going to have risks and rewards but like like i said in the last episode most of the land that contains lithium is within like 35 miles of indian uh, reservations or um, places that are inhabited by native americans in general um so it's it's just not a good deal but it's it, kind it of a be... selfish deal because like if you and when you if you just kind of live in your own little world and you have an electric car i mean it's fine you're saving money and the power grid charges your car but if you think too much about it then it kind of gets like with anything basically if you broaden your your scope on how you look at everything everything just goes to shit and then you just feel bad about yourself and then you have an existential crisis that happens <laughs> sometimes <laughs> <laughs> but if you just like you know put your head in the sand and just don't care about the outside world and just leave your life going to your nine to five and yeah don't pay attention to anything or don't even care how things are produced 
I mean, I didn't well, really know about how uh, shipping containers worked until that boat got stuck in a, <laughs> that canal and everything was on halt for so long because of that boat. Yeah, because of one boat. Yeah. <sighs> I mean, yeah. but like stuff like that happens everywhere and all the time. Or like... Damn. Yeah. Yeah, it's only when it happens at a delicate junction point, whether that be like a transformer station for the electric grid or whether that mean like, um, you know, a very small passage in a canal system, you know. Yeah, Um, or like when a train derails and you learn about train ethics and how they don't get brakes. (laughs) Yeah, they don't get brakes and they don't get long enough to inspect a vehicle or um, a train or the carriages. It's and actually laws got we really need to do a uh, an episode on workers rights yeah. soon enough. But that's going to be maybe a three parter. <laughs> like I've got a lot to say about that currently, but yeah. we're just going to leave it at that right and t- now. And today we're just going to talk about, I don't know, right now we're just kind of rambling for the past 12 minutes but not rambling yeah. but going from topic to topic but you know yeah, that's fine yeah. yeah well let's uh so we started in wyoming right yeah so or actually we started in utah and then we went to wyoming because yeah that was wrong. because we realized we were in the wrong state <laughs> yeah <laughs> so we're in our car and we're going <laughs> and hopefully it's an electric car because like electric car technology it actually is really good technology and we really do need to transition to it it's just the world isn't ready for it right now and yeah you need well, to break some eggs in order to get to that point the world like, is ready it's just the government doesn't want to pay for it to get ready like with anything, yeah. everything. Well, like, uh, recently I just heard that uh, some governments were, uh, some government like uh, agencies weren't using emails. They were just like faxing everything because they didn't want to, because they were old and they didn't want to learn a new technology. God, <laughs> I haven't seen a fax machine since I was in nursing. Like but Jesus, like, that's how that's how the government runs. It's just like uh, everything's fine. Eventually, well, I'll get my pension and retire, and then that's well, it. Well, a lot, a lot of these old systems too. They rely on uh, legacy systems, so systems that like they don't they don't support the newest technologies. Like, excuse me, um, some government websites, particularly like local government websites, mm-hmm. right? They'll run off of like HTML four or H. I've seen as low as HTML three, which I don't know how they're getting away with that, but. But HTML4, as an example, right? Yeah. Um, we're on HTML5 right now, right? Okay. And we're on CSS3, I think. Um, but like these HTML4, like our, our entire email, all of our email systems, mm-hmm. by the way, they all, uh, like basically when you send an email, most people don't know this, but you're actually sending a small web page to somebody to view. Um, that web page is... Uh, the markup for it is in HTML4, um, which to some degree, that's kind of cool to know, right? Yeah, it is kind of neat. Yeah, but simultaneously, like, we're on HTML5. Like, the like the email needs to get with the program. There's nothing interactive about HTML4, mm-hmm. which for email, that's probably perfectly fine. But it's like, back to the government stuff, a lot of their stuff is not up to date and they're like oh we absolutely need the system it's critical 
but they want to run it on old technology, which to some degree that that is fine, right? Mm-hmm. But that leads them like wide open to security vulnerabilities in a lot of instances, right? Or just leads I to mean... like hiccups because if the if it's just not up to date and something happens where like they have to have a process of like i don't know twenty thousand people trying to use this program because there's a pandemic happening and florida shuts down mm-hmm. because of it i mean <laughs> christ yeah i get you man but like uh, it's but it's fine it's lit well it's literally like we're doing research and development just with like our society in general. And that's an awful, fragile fucking way to live. Mm -hmm. Like, think about that, man. Like, so like, I see it all the time. too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, certain things like the FDA has to regulate certain things, Mm -hmm. right. Before they can come out to the market, which thank God for that, because otherwise like, you know, you're canned stuff. Yeah. It's not all stuff. So uh, they're not regulating jilly juice or any sort of like natural medicines. Yeah. That's why, uh, Alex Johnson's brain pills. <laughs> it doesn't say FD. It doesn't say FDA regulated, but they can push them out because of uh, some loose. They're all natural. Yeah, you know, that's why. There's one state yeah. in particular. I forget which one it is. It's probably Utah because that's always on my mind. But <laughs> there's a uh, there's one state with really loose laws for uh, like supplements for that for that kind of stuff, and they can just push them out because of those loose laws and like just sell them. Yeah. Well, I mean, the thing about all that is like, and this is an entirely different conversation, but most, most natural medicines, they don't work. They right. just don't. Now, people might argue with me about that, right? And I would ask them to look at the clinical studies, but most just don't work. They're mostly just snake oil, just in a different form. Now, there there are some natural remedies, like as an example, okay, if you have a sinus infection and you use something like a neti pot or a neti squeeze, mm. that is actually a really wonderful way to get rid of a sinus infection. It works very effectively, but like things like when you say something's all natural, right? Yeah. If I told you that I had some all natural toilet paper made from the finest of leaves and yes, they are poison ivy leaves. It's all natural. It doesn't have to be FDA regulated, <laughs> but you're going to cause some harm. And I mean, that's an extreme example. It might actually have to be FDA regulated. I, I, uh, I did recently hear about someone that does YouTube using bamboo toilet paper it sounds expensive yeah it does so i remember when you could buy like vanity toilet paper like you could buy toilet paper with like osama bin laden's face on it <laughs> that's funny <laughs> yeah and it said something like eat shit on it or something like nice. that i don't i don't even remember <laughs> so or take that or mm-hmm. bombs away i think was another one that i saw <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I'll have to find an image of it for our social yeah. media channel. But so uh, it's like I would love to see that come back in the trend. Yeah. But, but but what do you want to talk about today, or do you just want to ramble for like an hour? From no, no, we're cool. I was gonna say let's get in the car and let's drive east. So oh. we headed from Utah to uh, Wyoming. Oh, right? okay, perfect. We're just cruising along. All right, I'm and in now we end in car. Nebraska. Yeah, Um, well, you probably don't want to take your electric car through Wyoming. No, I have extra batteries in my trailer. Oh, good. Just a bunch of 18650 batteries that you got daisy-chained right up to the charging port? No, I uh, stole a charging port from Walmart. Oh, I'm just going to hope that it works. 
I hope your extension cord's long enough. Oh crap! I forgot that it's just <laughs> in my trailer, and I just have it plugged in. So we'll see what yeah. happens. So we're going right. to Nebraska in our electric car, pulling a trailer. Yeah, with a stolen Tesla we... charger. Oh dear God! We gotta get out of Wyoming real quick. So <laughs> there's the border. Okay, and stop. All I see is corn. We're probably good because Wyoming is fucking desolate, and it's the goddamn worst state to live in. <laughs> Perfect. <sighs> hate wyoming i really hate houston right now but i have always hated wyoming i mean the national parks are great but like the rest is just a desolate wasteland but that's looking back west we're headed east yeah so we're heading towards so. the ocean the yeah. other ocean the east coast yeah. ocean yeah the lesser and of the now oceans. and now we're turning on the radio and let's listen to our sponsors primus oh wait oh yeah now we gotta switch stations yeah i like primus i do too all right aaron so we landed in seward county wait where's that um actually i didn't check that out i think it's like middle of nebraska if i remember oh okay so we're in nebraska um it's it's well if you were traveling on interstate 80 and moving east um eventually you would hit it let me let me check and see where seward county is but i thought it was pretty much dead smack dab in the middle maps oh it's near hooker nebraska so that's cool yeah jesus fucking nebraska <laughs> just a square ass oh well actually nebraska isn't a square ass state i'm just looking at a square ass county so let's keep moving let's keep moving all right so we moved through colorado oh colorado's nice they um they have a lot a lot of uh tiny house villages oh man so like um oh wait no we wouldn't have moved through colorado shit we're gonna have to edit this because like i'm an idiot well i'm, I'm not we just took a weird detour yeah oh that was Seward. a motorcycle behind behind you they were super cool because they have a loud exhaust yeah well it's fitting because we're traveling yeah yeah <laughs> that's, that's a good point Aaron. yeah yeah um so seward county in nebraska because it was showing me it in kansas oh it's just before we get to lincoln nebraska and it is not necessarily in the middle of the state it is actually on the eastern side of the state but it's just west of lincoln which we both know is a big hopping city yeah i didn't know that it's really probably not i i know nothing about nebraska all i saw was corn like i think i literally saw a high school team there when i was driving through there mm -hmm. that was called the huskers <laughs> or maybe it was just a city named huskers perfect yeah right so anyhow just outside of lincoln nebraska lies seward county right yeah now i know absolutely nothing about seward county right but it's got roughly a population of like 18,000 people, roughly, right? So it's not, we're not talking like a huge county. No, I think right? my city or my little town has like 15,000 and it's not a big town. So, no, no. Is this the point when we play that John Cougar Mellencamp song where it's, I was born in a small town? Living <laughs> with a lonely girl, just waiting for a train to come by and take me away. Is that the song? That was Journey. No, 
No, that was Journey, I thought. Oh, I thought it was a small town girl living in a lonely world. Yeah, that's definitely Journey. And that's Don't Stop Believing. No, um, that I was born in a small town. Used to live in a small town. Dada, dada, a small town. Is that just the song, how it goes? Yeah, it's, well, I mean, they probably sing words there, but I just kind of ignore it. I've heard it so many times in my life that you'd think that the lyrics would be ingrained in my brain, but they're not. Thank God. <laughs> I mean, it's it's a fine song, I guess, but it's just, I've, I've just heard it too much. So we've just booked your two songs. Yeah, and we did a great job there, Sports. <laughs> yeah, we did. <laughs> and you can find these songs on Spotify under the name <laughs> Beef Burrito Supreme. Um <laughs> Perfect. Uh, yeah. So anyhow, so it's, it's not a huge town, right? But the, I don't want to put this, like in the past five years, the county's like raked in about $7.5 million in forfeited cash. Oh, wow. Right? Yeah. That's so, a lot. I mean, we're talking like, a, yeah. And that, that money, um, they say it goes, it gets split 50-50 between like, um, what is it, schools in the county and police force, right? Uh-huh. And the police is using that money to buy things that they didn't necessarily need before but like okay everybody no like riot shields and stuff like that which like i mean yeah they they have absolutely every right to be protected by things like that but it's one of those things that like they're like oh well we don't have to raise taxes because we found a new way to bring in money (laughs) right so this new way of bringing in money right if you're we're driving through nebraska and oh shit yeah. Are we, who's wait? Are you driving or am I driving? Um, Shit, I'll I'm drive. Too drunk to do this. Okay, good because I'm switch me seats then. Okay. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'm driving. Uh, all right. So cop pulls you over. Uh, well, don't shoot me. License. Well, oh. uh, well, that's that's probably the first thing you should say, <laughs> or say I have a bad case of diarrhea. That one might get you out of the ticket. So um, I probably would just say hello. Oh. Yeah. Howdy. Got any corn? (laughs) (laughs) I I don't. Oh, okay. No, but cop pulls you over, right? Yeah. Um, I see something curious in your vehicle there, Aaron. Um, can I take a, can I take a look at your vehicle? Uh, sure. Oh, okay, good. That makes it easy. So I found like $400 in your glove box. Were you using this to buy drugs? Mm, No. Oh, okay. Um, well, I think that you're lying to me. Oh, no. And I have probable cause to take this now. What? That's my so, money. Well, I mean, you can fight it in court, but none of those cases ever win. Like, And then we'll come after you for more stuff. So you're better off just um, just, just hand us the money. But I have no, we'll, I have no prior We'll write you a warning. I've never been high. Well, we'll, I can't explain to you what we saw, but you can send it to a vehicle search, Aaron. Oh, and... Yeah, and now this is uh, what you get. So I don't like yeah. it. No, uh, but that's what's happening over there in Seward County right now. It's like a 24 mile stretch of interstate on, like I said, Interstate 80. Mm-hmm. Um, and the cops are pulling people over. I mean, and, and yeah, and it, it probably started off as one of these things where it's like, oh, okay, cool. Well, yeah, we just got $8,000 and we stopped drugs from happening, like, you know, drug deals from happening, which like, to be fair, like it, it probably started off as something like, like that, 
right? Mm-hmm. Where you're like, oh, okay, so we're crippling the drug industry because we're only taking money from criminals, right? Right. But then somebody realized that you can make a profit off of it. Uh-oh. And we can buy cool things with it. Uh-oh. Yeah. That doesn't sound good. And that's... No. I mean, the it's called civil forfeiture. Yeah, right? I don't like it. And that's... Yeah, no, it's it's kind of a shit thing. I mean, civil forfeiture might be fine as long as there's some sort of committee or, or rules board behind it. But right now, these cops just have, like, open reign yep. to, like, you know, pull anybody over and do that. If you don't consent to a search, they'll bring a drug dog out, by the way. Mm-hmm. And they'll say, oh, well, the drug dog, you know, it scratched at the door, did whatever, right? And, uh, yeah. Can you trade they'll a just dog your car to anyway. just scratch at a door? Probably. Oh, It wouldn't man. be that hard. Probably not. So. No, you just put peanut butter on the door or something like that. And then it like constantly wants to scratch every door because it associates it with a positive image. So hmm. it really wouldn't be that hard. You could take them to a junkyard and have a field day with it. Just, you know, wipe all the vehicles down with a little ice all first, but they probably wouldn't even do that. So, um, yeah. And I mean, it, to be fair, they're only really doing it with like large sums of cash, or at least that's what this, the, these articles that it was, reading or saying right but they could literally be doing it to anybody yeah for any reason it's and just because you have large amounts of cash like maybe you're going out like people go out that way to buy old cars all the time because like there's not a lot of snow there so there's no salt on the road so they don't rust yeah like but you have that money and now all of a sudden they're like okay well you can either sign this and you know forfeit the money over to us or we can keep investigating if you'd like like they're kind of bullying mm-hmm. like everyday citizens like you and me to <clears throat> right. you know just so that way they can increase their department funding and i'm sure there's some sort of incentive involved the articles that i read didn't you know they didn't really talk about that at all mm-hmm. but i'm sure that like if you get you know so much money in then all the cops get a pizza party or something. Yeah, or like a, a gift card to Buffalo <laughs> Wild Wings for $15 for bringing in yes. $200,000 to the <coughs> department. No, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. Everyone has who to get their fair a... share. Yeah, I mean, and who doesn't love a pizza party? Right, and who doesn't like yeah. just forfeiting over large sum of cash to police? You know, you think about it, like, that's seven point five million dollars in like five years. Yeah, that's right? a lot. That's a lot of money that they're collecting. So either somebody's coming through with like a million dollars in dollar bills, and they're like, "Well, I was planning on buying a Lamborghini out here," but you know, I mean, it, it doesn't happen with just one driver. Right. I guess is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Like this is happening a lot to the point that there's news coverage on this recently. Oh wow. Like yeah, and like yeah, and like seventy five percent of these cases, right? Mm-hmm. Like they they don't how do i want to put it they they happen after a driver a driver signed a form stating that you know they're basically forfeiting it over and now they they can go and argue this once again Mm -hmm. right but they don't typically win they just kind of take the cop side for the most part so that whole idea of checks and balances that we had going throughout the country like to stop this sort of thing Right. right it's it's not working out so hot so but it's just kind of a loophole in seward county's laws so yeah yeah there's probably no uh federal law for it so it's all based off the state and we know how that goes with states yeah some of them just take things and run with it yeah looking at you ohio (laughs) 
and it's probably mm-hmm. even like uh it goes deeper than just state like laws it probably i mean local to too yeah. i mean this is county like right. i mean you know and i know uh new york had like a really bad uh stop and frisk laws going on for a while i don't know if they've ever updated it but i know that it was basically just a reason for them to arrest uh minorities yeah i mean that sort of thing happens all the damn time like and it's really discouraging because like i was always taught like a like not my pig not my farm right stay out of what's not your business right but now everybody wants to be all up in everybody's business and talk to everybody about politics and all this stuff it's like most people are so closed off it's like what you were saying about um the uh web of belief yeah um you have a core principle Mm -hmm. that it just cannot be shattered because in order to get to that core you got to get through all these other sticky situations on the outside before you can get to the center and you have to start dismantling them one by one before you can really start making your way in there yeah and it's it's pretty it's not easy to even change people's minds for their like smaller cores of beliefs like uh some people might be like oh yeah police are great you have to back the blue or something like that and that might be like a a lesser form of their web of belief it might be on a lesser branch but like as you get further down into that it's probably more like very patriotic pro pro america and things like that so if you're not backing the blue then you're basically like a terrorist right well not all police are like that right like there are some police departments in the state that i live where like they're actually pretty chill dudes like they're smaller groups of like eight of them or something like that like they're constantly like just making sure the area is safe and they don't really do a whole lot of ticketing or anything like that because they're like that's not why we got in this right you know what i'm saying that we got in this to protect lives and like like um there's a small village that I pass through every once in a while if I take an alternate route, right? Mm-hmm. And, like, they have probably, like, just... They, they probably have a total task force of, like, eight people, right? Because, like, I don't even think they have a jail. I think they have to drive them to, like, an adjacent jail or something mm-hmm. like that. And there's this guy who every once in a while, he sits on this back road, right? Right before you get into the sit- uh, town it's not a city probably has a population of less than a thousand people probably less than 400 but um and like i got pulled over by him once because like this is when he first started doing it and he's like yeah he's like i hate to write you a ticket because you're only going like 10 over Mm -hmm. to 35 it drops off real quick and that's not really what i'm looking for he's like but it's the principle of the matter he's like a little boy got hit by a car here like a month ago Mm -hmm. And we need to make sure that we're enforcing the speed limit in this area so that that sort of thing doesn't happen again. Right. It's like, so I'm sorry that I have to do this because like, like I said, like the speed limit shouldn't be 35 here. It should be 40, but I have to do it because like we need to, you know, we need to be able to, you know, get this, like make sure people are slowing down and keep our area safe. There's a, he was like, yeah, there's a spot. There's a spot by our town like that where, um, it's it's right by a school district so it drops down to 25 real quick but it's basically yeah. going from like a 30 a 35 40 down 
road that's 25 yeah. and a lot of people were just going 35 down the road because a little bit further up it's 35 but yeah right I'm, I'm sure there's something to happen where because i know for like a month cops were basically just hovering on that little stretch of road that strip just, yeah it had just ticking everyone so yeah yeah and like you know like so what all i'm getting at with this is that like there are some police departments out there that are doing the right thing. Mm-hmm. You know what for I'm sure. saying? Like when he pulled me over for that, I was like, I don't really want to pay it. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like he has a point, like it does drop down. Well, now it goes from 55 to 45 to 35. Okay. So that's better. Yeah. Um. So he, he did make some progress there, but it's like before it was like 55, you round a quarter and then boom, 35. And it's like, oh. yeah, I have a road and like get, that too. That's going from 50 235 <laughs> yeah and you wouldn't even know it because before there weren't any signs about slowing down or anything like that and it's like dude was like he was super reasonable about the entire thing it's like this is just a dude being a bro mm-hmm. you know he's just like you know we just we have to like prove to them that this needs to be lowered before we can actually do it right and as a result i'm sorry but you got to be you know an example has to be made out of you right it's like well that's i, I didn't really care that much and that's like one of the only times that I've, well, I shouldn't say that, but it's one of the foremost examples of like a cop kind of helping me out. Yeah. So, because I usually end up getting the rookie cop mm-hmm. in any city or town that I go to who's trying to make a name for himself. <laughs> and like, God, I remember this guy once I was picking up litter on like, I don't even remember where. And I just kind of threw it in the trash bag in my truck. And I'm like, whatever, like I'll drop it off at work and we'll just get rid of it. Cause I was just sick of looking at mm-hmm. it. But, um, but anyhow, the cop pulls me over and like there's beer cans and stuff in this fucking trash bag, but it's in a trash bag. Keep that in mind. That's the important part here. Right. Yeah. It's like, and he's like, Oh man, have you been drinking tonight? Cause I see beer cans in that trash bag. I'm like, um, no, I'm happy to take a breathalyzer though. Like, I mean, had it been another night, eh, maybe, you yeah. know, but not not that specific night. So, but he's like, oh, well, you know, there's just beer cans in there. If there's any liquid in there, I can take you in for open container. I'm like, <laughs> it's in a trash bag. I was going to drop it off at work. Well, you didn't. And now it's here. <laughs> think that that would probably get contested. But I mean, I looked it up later. He's right. It's a loophole. Loophole right. in the wall. Just like what um, Seward County is going through where it's a loophole. Mm-hmm. you know and then like fortunately there was like he couldn't even tell because the can was crushed by the way so yeah. like i don't know like how he, he was like shining a flashlight in there trying to check for any liquid like shaking it and i'm like dude like come on and he like i ended up calling and complaining about him to the uh board of police or i don't remember if it's a board of police but i i submitted a complaint to somebody and they were like well i'm sorry you went through that he's going through some remedial training right now (laughs) (laughs) and like you know he's only been with us for three months he transferred from somewhere else and oh man he probably did something bad at the other place and they're like we don't want to deal with it so we're just going to transfer you well i think that was kind of how it went like i mean you could tell like he probably would have been a chill dude, but he was just used to being large and in charge and yada, yada, yada. So like, he obviously came from some place where like he could get away with something or, or maybe he was in a higher ranking position. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't pretend to know his life story and I really don't care that much, but nonetheless, I mean, we all come from a different background, but my point is not all cops are bad. 
just right. like not all doctors are bad, just like not all lawyers are bad. So like to generalize, eh, but it's easier for certain occupations to get away with certain yeah. things. It's also tough because like if if you do run into a cop and they are bad, then you can get in a lot of issues. So you almost yeah. have to assume that they're not a good. You don't have to assume that they're a bad cop, but you don't have to assume that they're a good cop. You kind of have to like well, play it by ear almost with every interaction you have with a cop. Right. Well, and a lot of this could be solved, by the way. A lot of the problem that people have with police in general, mm-hmm. it could generally be solved pretty easily through just body cam and microphone footage. No matter yeah. what, you don't have your body cam on, you don't have your microphone on, right up, right like that. It's not that complicated. No, it just not. has to be enforced. Yeah. And that's, and like, I mean, I guess that's my whole, uh, whole thing about with police is like, there, there probably needs to be a reform with the police, new training, just a lot of things because they are, I don't know, I forget who that trainer is. That's basically training cops to just like, if you don't shoot them, they're going to kill you. And it's very like pro-military training to basically like fear for your, their lives. Well, in, in their defense, right? Like they do have to do that a lot, but most of that stuff, ironically, the most hazardous place for a cop to be is in the middle of a domestic dispute, by the way. Yeah. And it's like, you don't really think about it like that, but a couple arguing where they're throwing fists at each other, you know, like, making arguments you're already walking into a heated situation where these people can't just get away from each other you know what i'm saying they both live there so it's like they're walking into that tensions are already high they're higher because like and i i feel bad for certain cops going into those situations i think it's and like for putting their lives on the line right i think it's dave grossman oh that name sounds really familiar oh god that's I know he did something else. So, one of America's yeah. most popular police trainers teaching officers how to kill. That's the article I just yeah. found. But yeah, cool. Yeah, like I mean, just I don't understand what's so hard about. Yeah, uh, Dave Grossman. That sounds really familiar. Yeah. I have to start listening to Behind the Bastards. It's really good, actually. Yeah, they actually did a. Uh, they actually did an episode on. Um, Freud's nephew, um, Edward Bernays. They did a full episode about him, the guy who started the Banana Wars. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, that guy is just fucked. I hate that dude. Like, he's part of the reason that we are at where we are today. Like, say what you want about him. Yeah. He's probably one of the most influential men of the 20th century. Like, he did a lot of just fucked up shit. Just a lot of it, man. And eventually once again we'll end up having to do an episode of uh an episode like around some of the things that he set up yeah Um, it is david grossman and behind ambassadors did do an episode of like uh they titled it um yeah the the man who yep man who teaches our cops to kill and it's like this whole thing where they're supposed to have this mentality of like any situation they could be at risk of dying so you have to be on alert <laughs> i mean which is fair because like they could be in a situation where they could be dying but like if it's a 
if it's like a small traffic violation, probably not. But if mm-hmm. they're being called for like domestic violence abuse, then yeah, there's mm-hmm. like a I'd read a stat where it's like thirty percent of all domestic violence calls end in like just does not end good. Yeah. It, right. Yeah. Or no, no, I totally got gotcha. you. I think it was uh thirty percent of all like cops that get hurt come from a domestic violence call. I think it's something like that. But don't quote me on the stats because <laughs> I don't numbers aren't real. Yeah, numbers so it's aren't okay. real. Statistics right. aren't real. It's just made up numbers. I hear that the stat for uh the percentage for the stat of all made up numbers is like a hundred and ten percent or something like that. <laughs> yeah. No. I just made that up. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's, yeah. yeah that's they get weird. It because stats are yeah. real. Yeah. Well, there's a negative 10% chance that you're telling the truth yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah. It's true, too. Isn't that weird how that works? Like, it works in some instances, but like, you can't really have negative 10% for most things that are like, you know, I don't know. Mass not weird. Yeah. It really isn't, though. It's just imaginary. <laughs> like, I mean, no, it's just what we can grasp with our tangible mind. It's yeah. just a way to simplify the world. But, it, it doesn't actually exist though. Like certain patterns can be easily identified with math and right. keep in mind, I love math. I anymore, as far as simple math mm-hmm. is concerned, I always try to do it so quick that I fuck it up every time. But like I've taken up the calc three, like math is, you can do some really cool things. with. Well, math. here's the thing. Math and physics. Here's the thing that bothers me about math. Whenever I go on a hike, I never just see a natural four in the environment. I can't just go look right. at a four. Right. I can write one yeah. down, but it's just, it's just but pen on a paper. Can, it's not real. I'm just touching pen. I'm not touching a four. Right. So it's, yeah, that's it's all metaphysical. That, very <laughs> true. Like, and they, the, the other thing about that, right. Is that like certain things, they do exist in nature. Like the Fibonacci sequence or pie, you can, you can see those all over nature, right? Anything round, it's going to be associated with pie. Because you know circumference, radius, whatever. Um, well, luckily our Earth isn't round or f- or anything. It's just flat. It no, it's a dome. <laughs> it's a dome, and if you walk too far, you'll fall off, and then you'll end up at the bottom of the ocean with those billionaires. <laughs> oh shit! I said something rude. Oh well. Yeah. That poor submarine. Um, yeah. It's kind of unfortunate, but. I, I also heard someone say that, like, someone that uh, dealt with submarines, I think they, they quoted him of, like, you know, just don't just don't get into profession. It's, like, super dangerous because you're in a tin can going into the ocean. Agreed. <sighs> but what do we know, right? Well, we know... Well, we can definitely measure... Uh, how much force can crush metal <laughs> going down into that pressure? Oh, can we? Probably. I Wait, assume. How do we do? How do we do that? So PSI stands for pounds per square inch. You basically have to find a four I'm while hiking, beyond. and then you ask them <laughs> how how math works, and then they just tell you how to use a submarine. No, you can get you basically the lower you go, the more water up above, the more weight of that water on top of you sort of thing. And then you can equate that drop as a plummet, mm-hmm. right, um, to the amount of force being exerted on 
the unit. You could you could use a simple pressure gauge to even guarantee that you're fine. But at a certain point, yeah, metal will bend, and then once metal bends, like you're fucked. Like if you hear a don't, yeah. like you're going up right now. You don't care. You're doing it right now because now your hull's compromised. Now this is me mm-hmm. who has common sense, but if I was one of like four billionaires, then probably not. God. All right, Aaron. Now, if only cops well, would just invent submarines, and that's how they pull people over. Yeah, yeah. I think that's how they do it in SpongeBob. Oh, is it? Yeah, little, little. <laughs> I don't think it's submarines, so I think they're just boats oh. that somehow drive under the water. Yeah, I don't know. SpongeBob don't physics know is confusing. It really is, though, dude. Like. All right. <laughs> so we we got two destinations to go to. We got a friend in Massachusetts and we got an acquaintance in Florida. But... Okay, so yeah, we were just, so we were just touching on civil forfeiture because of uh, that highway strip. But we were just yeah, we're just driving right through. Yeah. yeah. So now would you like to go to Florida first? I mean, it's going to be if we're going to the middle of Florida, it's going to be about 24 hours versus the Ma- middle of Massachusetts is going to be roughly 28 hours. So where do you want to go first? Oh, I mean, it's either way, we got to go down the coast. Um, is it too hot here right now? Is it like Texas heat wave hot? Or, I mean, like, might as well just go to Florida because we're getting the worst state in existence out of the way first, right? Oh, that's a good point. We just yeah, lost all so our that's... money though, so yeah, and that sucks because like it's roughly sixteen hundred miles to the center of Florida, right? Oh man, um, yeah. Hopefully our Tesla our electric. Well, our electric car i just did the math at like an average of 250 miles that you can drive because our electric car sucks dick like uh, um, i just assumed we had a we're gonna have to 51 yeah but maybe we're yeah. in the electric bus where it gets like 260 oh man well yeah let's say we're in your dream bus <laughs> <laughs> it is my dream so bus. Yeah. i can't wait to buy yeah. a volkswagen bus yeah. electric volkswagen bus no. At least it's bigger than my Mazda, so it's a perfect family car. Yeah, it really would be though. It's kind of spacey. I can I can get behind that. Yeah. So anyhow, we're we're talking roughly seven times to charge mm-hmm. um, on the way there in our electric car. Um, well, luckily we have that external charger battery. Yeah, <laughs> so we can just cut that down to six because we didn't think the extension cord part through. <laughs> uh so we're in our yeah. we're in our bus. Where are we going? Oh yeah, we're going to Florida. Yeah, because we just yeah we're got, going to Florida. Got pulled over by some unjust uh, civil for for sure. And uh, uh, yeah, yeah. I, and I, we I, um, when I was studying uh, philosophy of law, we touched on <laughs> uh, we touched on civil forfeiture. We touched on stop and frisk, and just like a bunch of things that police do that are. Just like target minorities or ways for them to target minorities. It's just. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's not even just targeting minorities, right? right. Like a lot of laws are pretty stringent and they target low income. Yeah. People. It's, it's laws. And unfortunately. Sorry. Oh, it's, uh, it's their laws that are not there to target specific minorities or specific, specific people. But it's laws that if you're a bad cop and you take advantage of it, then you can target them. It's just ways for people yeah. to justify it. And that's what's bad. But yeah, we can't control well, who's using those laws, but we can control how the law works. 
Indeed. But we can't. Yeah. And, and we can totally rewrite it. We can make it so you yeah. can actually do this or that people can get their money back or for their ways for people to, you know, be able to fight it and things like that. That's just not happening, though. And it's, it is an unjust yeah. law the way it is used. Right. Just like stop and well, frisk. Yeah. And lots of other things. Mm-hmm. Well, in a lot of these laws, too, it's not even just how they're used. It's just the side effect right. of the law. Exactly. So as an example, like your turn signals out. Okay. Well, like somebody who can afford a turn signal bulb, they're not going to have any problem going out getting a turn signal bulb from AutoZone. Hey, dude, change this out for me. Okay, done. I got pulled over right? for a broken like, head uh, taillight after it was broken for like, remember my juke was like broken for yeah, like. Yeah, I do remember. Was, I knew that's what you like were talking about. It was broken for like two years. <laughs> and yeah, I finally got pulled over for it. And I ended up getting, fixing it and things like that. But like. Yeah. 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 Oh no! It but was you weren't s- stopped in prison. It though. actually wasn't the taillight. I've never been put over for the taillight. I got pulled over for a headlight. <laughs> oh God, I remember. Yeah, because my headlight finally went out, and it was yeah. like uh, a stupid. Um, well, when I went to, uh, oh my gosh, this actually goes into like the right to repair, but like. <laughs> Um, well, I mean, like we, we just hit the tip of Florida. We can go all the yeah. way up to Massachusetts and come back. Cause I remember going to like a auto zone or some like car, uh, place that you pick up our park car parts. Yeah. But yeah, I went to this yeah. place and they're like, yeah, here's your thing that you need. Uh, it's $70. And I'm like, what the $70 for yeah, I remember you telling me this. But, yeah. I think I found them on Amazon for you. Like, uh, like yeah, it was like 15 bucks. Yeah. yeah, and I fixed it for 15 bucks. And I had a and I uh, found a YouTube video that showed me how to do it and I ended up fixing it. And I also burnt my finger because <laughs> uh I turned on my lights or whatever. I mean, maybe I did it at night, uh-huh. but for whatever reason the light was still it was turned on for X amount of time <laughs> and then when I touched it it was hot. But yeah. God damn, I hated yeah. that. And that's yeah. I get pulled over for like really stupid stuff like headlight or uh, going 15 miles over the speed limit <laughs> on the turnpike. And uh, I got pulled over for rolling a stop sign. That one's a funny story. So I got pulled over for rolling a stop sign. And mm-hmm. it was weird because when the cop pulled me over, they're like, oh, you ran that stop sign. And I'm like, what stop sign? I didn't run any stop sign. And I finally realized that, like, I might have rolled it. But when they pulled me over, they thought I was someone else. And they thought I was also doing human trafficking because they thought Amanda was <laughs> younger than 18. They thought they're, they asked her, uh, do you have your ID and do your parents know where you are? <laughs> <laughs> and then they're like, oh, how's your brother doing? And I'm like what and they're like yeah your brother like i don't know let's just say josh and they're like yeah how's your brother josh i'm like no i don't have a brother named josh and they're like yeah aren't you this person and i'm like no and they had my id too (laughs) it was such the weirdest interaction that i've ever had with like a police officer other than when the road was closed and i pulled rolled down my window and asked for 
and I kind of like slowed into the, like the police stop and they're like and they yelled at me shine their light into me and they're like what the fuck are you doing can't you see the rose clothes and I'm like I don't know how to get home this this is how I get home can you give me directions <laughs> and he's like oh yeah just turn just turn <laughs> turn back around and take this road take a right and then you'll be okay and I'm like okay thanks. see cop being a bro <laughs> but like he was not being a bro at the first <laughs> not a first no but once he realized oh shit i overreacted because yeah. we've all done that oh right God. like it was just like ah oh, fuck he's dude. probably like, just like kid, like his, i mean i understand this 18 year old is probably just trying to get to his next human trafficking <laughs> stuff <laughs> but no like yeah i mean i understand that you know maybe he was having a hard tight where he was dealing with a lot of shit but like come on like you can't just treat every interaction like I'm just some jerk, but maybe you do. Maybe they have to treat every interaction <laughs> like I'm just That's how the corporate world works. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, maybe they just need good. better customer service skills. <laughs> I would say that you're probably. Um, I don't know. I don't know that the cops really care about customer service skills. Yeah, maybe not. Yeah. Maybe uh, so. I don't know. Every time I watch like Chicago Fire, I see a lot of. Uh, uh firemen going out for situations where like normally people mm -hmm. might call a fire uh police police so maybe we just have to start well, calling like, fire stations for help well the the reason for that is because like the police are pretty specific right and like paramedics well mm -hmm. well paramedics i mean most firefighters are trained paramedics too yeah. but um like, you know, if you're rushing somebody to the hospital, it's an ambulance service, right. you know what I mean? But, like, we really only have three civic services, like ambulance, firefighter, cop. Firefighters are the catch-all. Yeah. Like, they get called out for a kitten in a tree or, like, um, you know, fire, obviously. Right. Or, car like... Car accidents. Uh, yeah, exactly. Right. Like, cars tipped over on its side, you mm -hmm. know, like, you know, that that sort of thing there i got a lot of respect for firefighters man like i so, like firefighters more than i like, like police officers but that's just because i've agreed. never had a firefighter yell at me for asking for directions well and like a firefighter like you know like a building's collapsing they're still going in there they're like fuck it this yeah. is what's right and they just do and it when you have a school like, shooting and there's like five cops they might not go over there they're gonna wait for the firemen right <laughs> to some degree sometimes yeah Jesus, the world we live in. Dude. We just need more firefighters so. with guns. <laughs> Fight fire with fire fire. <laughs> Wild fire. Uh, maybe uh, we don't need that, fuck, dude. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how. You... Well, do you know what we? You do know what we do need, Aaron. <laughs> A right to repair for uh no right we're still in florida we hit oh, tallahassee okay yeah what are we doing in florida but our car got well our car got shot up and our car <laughs> caught on fire so we do need an actual firefighter because those lithium-ion batteries they exploded oh, and they say that it might take three days to put out the fire and but uh, i just got like, they weren't bus. real happy i know it just but, came like, out gangsters be getting gangsters be gangsters Aaron I don't make the rules and they don't like my marshmallows they said that they're too small because I've got all these mini marshmallows <laughs> on a stick over top of the fire uh, but, I just, but I just, we need a new car I just got this bus all right where's the well, nearest full Volkswagen coverage will cover it. dealership 
factory well, that I can go get a new bus. I think that we could probably. Well, I think we could probably get this pretty cheap if we just go to the factory. All right, let's go to the factory. Like, I'll order it right well, now. I mean, maybe, maybe not the factory, okay. but like, if we order direct from the factory, yeah. like, because you just want a new Volkswagen electric bus. Yeah, right? I do, and they don't have them at car dealerships. Oh. The wait time is like six months or something. But right, just... and we can get it for three months, and it's like significantly cheaper yeah. if we just order it online. Maybe it doesn't come with some of the bells and whistles. Um, like have you been but... to uh well you don't buy cars new so but when i bought my no. when i went to the my uh dealership to get a new car um they didn't have any new cars the wait time was like six months for a new car and i can't wait yeah. for a new car my juke was bad and uh they mm -hmm. gave me they gave me three options uh a subaru forester a wow. with uh like a base model a Mazda and a, a Kia Soul. I actually really liked the Kia Soul, but it just wasn't big enough. And it reminded me of my Nissan Cube, and I love my Nissan Cube except for in the winter. But um, I went with the Mazda. But I had three choices. That was it. Yeah, there wasn't a whole lot there. No, I'll give but you if I just ordered from the factory, I probably would have gotten a whole lot more choices. You would have. I mean, and the lead time might have been longer. You know, like at least when they're dealing with the dealership, they have a middleman to give the bad news. Yeah. So like, oh, six months. But if you're a customer and you're like, I ordered this and you're like, no, 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 I'm not. No, this is taking too mm -hmm. long. You said it would be done today. It's not done today. Why is it not done today? Yada, yada, right. yada. Right. Then, um, yeah. Um, but we're in Florida. We need but, a new bus. Yeah. 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 And um, well, as far as electric cars go, um we can we can still order direct from factory it'll be here in two weeks oh nice but we could always like look to order direct from factory for gasoline engines too like this whole stopping every 250 miles thing is getting a little oh old. yeah you don't like that i don't mind it because your chance to stretch those legs but okay let's get i've been stretching my legs while drinking the beers in the back seat let's get our... like the volkswagen bus is very spacey <laughs> let's get our um uh... I don't know a uh, uh, Nissan Subaru. Nissan Titan. <laughs> I don't. Is that a, that's a truck? Yeah, right? it is. Okay. Yeah, I don't. I don't oh no! Let's get a Jeep Jeep Gladiator. Okay, but just so long as like we can cut out the middleman, because yeah. like I hate yeah. dealing with used car salesmen yeah. or even new car salesmen. But wait, we can't. Mm -hmm. Oh, why not? Well. They just passed the law in Florida. What law? So we're going to have to go with the electric bus. Oh. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that, that fucking thing again. That law <laughs> where you're not allowed to buy direct from factories because it cuts out the middleman, so you have to buy from a dealership. Yeah, yeah. Um, brought to you by Ron DeSantis, paid for in part by... I didn't even know that there was a lobby group for, like, car dealerships, by the way, <laughs> until I read this. I'm like, what the fuck? Like... There's a lobby group for They're everything. basically just like gangsters, but on yeah, I know. But it's like that seems super specific. Yep. But I mean, there are enough car dealerships out there. Like most people don't know how to repair cars, so I guess that makes sense. Right. But yeah, so like, and do you know their logic behind this law? By the way, no. So their logic is that the factories will cut them a deal that's too cheap that dealerships won't be able to compete. Right. Mm -hmm. 
and then they'll close down all the dealerships and then they'll just raise the rates on their cars because they can charge whatever they want now that the dealerships are out of the way. That's a slippery slope. Isn't it just? <laughs> <laughs> like, it's like, what the fuck are you guys thinking? So, like, okay, so you're all for the free market in the first place and you're like, whoa, 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 these guys are too free with our market. <laughs> like, you know what I'm we saying? We don't have a free market. We have fixed pricing. Right. <laughs> And it's because of this. they're just suckering you in right now, but eventually, like we're just too much. We're just they're going to charge too much eventually, even though they're they're going to keep their costs low. Yeah. But as soon as they charge too much, it doesn't make any sense. I mean, buying cars doesn't mean it makes any sense. Remember when you were like in high school, you're like, man, I was going to buy a cheap, you know, Ford Focus for like ten thousand dollars. That's a cheap Ford. I don't, I don't know what a cheap car is, but like a cheap new car, you could just like go to a dealership, get a, a new car for like, I don't know, some cheap price. But like they don't have cheap cars anymore and you can't really shop around because yeah. they're all like basically the same price for like right. the same model. It's negligible, whether it's unless you find a base model, but like every base model is going to be about the same price. Every like next up yeah. up. Whether it's a Ford, Chevy, things like that. I mean, like, they're basically mm-hmm. all the same price, given maybe one to two K. But when you're borrowing, you know, $20,000 from a bank for a seven year loan, because that's what you do apparently nowadays. <laughs> but yeah. But the weird thing about this law, mm-hmm. right? The weirdest thing about it, it for electric vehicles, yeah. they can still sell direct. That makes no sense. I don't quite get that because like, and I can tell you why, or at least I have a theory why there's one very rich electric car CEO. Volkswagen. Got it. Maybe. I don't know. Um, Who's very right wing. I thought he was centrist. Um, That's what he says. That just means. But like, if you listen to the dude talk, like. Yeah. Centrist nowadays just means. Your anti-Democrats. <laughs> Both sides suck. Yeah. So, like, it's like even the side that you pick, like, it's like that Rush song. Mm-hmm. If you choose not to decide, you still have made a choice. Right. I mean, I guess when you get down to it, both sides are bad. And there's some people that are good on both sides that are trying to help progress America into the into something that makes people proud to be an American. I mean, at least I know I'm no, I don't know I'm free. Yeah. Hashtag because I charge money. I charge money for my labor. I charge so. money for my labor, I guess. I don't know. Capitalism is just slavery with extra steps, but <laughs> it's just slavery with extra steps. That's like a Rick and Morty quote. <laughs> it is actually because they, they're talking about. Yeah, I know uh, it is that stupid car battery, yeah, the, and they're like, "This is yeah, just slavery yeah. with extra steps." <laughs> and I'm like, "No, it's not." It's <laughs> that reminded me of capitalism because they're just like, "What's the minimum we can pay people before they get upset?" All right, that's what we'll do, and that's basically yeah. like how cost to hire anyone has been for the past 120 years when they got rid but of we slavery. need more money no it's just been like all right what's the minimum we could pay people before they get upset and we'll just slightly increase that 
but will still make billions of dollars a year. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Agreed. It's fine. But fortunately, three weeks have passed at this point, and we got our new electric bus bus directly from the factory. Oh, good. So screw you, Ron DeSantis. That's probably getting a bunch of money from Tesla. Yeah, you know he is. Like with this deal, like they said that they donated like I think it was like over two million dollars to his campaign oh fund, the the lobbyist group or something like that. And it's like I don't know how lobbying Steve is ethical and justified. It, I, I know it's not ethical. It's not. I know it's not. It's definitely justified and it's definitely legal. But I don't understand how the things that go on. It's just is just crazy. Like even with clearance, lobbyists Thomas, are just the mafia with extra steps it is basically yeah (laughs) and there's lobbyists for everything did you uh watch um some like senate hearing where a lobbyist came in but he was trying not to because he was trying not to say that he was a lobbyist lobbying for like some oil company and they did some research Mm -hmm. on him and they're like wait you're a lobbyist what are you doing (laughs) (laughs) this is biased it couldn't afford to pay anybody it was uh i think some oil company for alaska but i don't know i'm gonna i'm just remembering some loose facts from probably some reddit video i watched but i hate lobbyists it's definitely something that there are a couple things i do not like about our system one of them is lobbyists it just ruins everything Mm -hmm. you put money into any kind of system because like in theory, our free market system would be great, but unfortunately, we have too much money in politics with lobbyists and the stock market and everything else, where it's just mm-hmm. no longer a free market. It's basically free, fixed pricing with extra steps to make it not fixed yeah. pricing, because by definition, it's illegal. Yeah. But if you just rewrite it a little bit so it doesn't say fixed pricing, just like uh, pyramid schemes, where pyramid schemes are illegal, but if you just write it in the correct way, it's not a pyramid scheme and it's legal. Yeah, that's just called being an employee, by the way. <laughs> yeah, when you think about it, I mean, what I know every it is. employee in a capitalistic environment is basically a pyramid scheme, but with extra well, steps. And my, yeah, and my big thing about all this is that like certain things shouldn't be about money. Like the environment should not be about money, right? Mm-hmm. Right? Because eventually, what's going to happen is the world's going to like have no, um, no um, atmosphere, right? Eventually, or or at least no breathable atmosphere, so mm-hmm. to speak. And it's like at that point, it's too late. I can't. <laughs> I mean, I've always kind of just wished that like a huge solar grid would go by and just wipe out all of our satellites and we just go back to basically like 1850. Oh, there's also construction on our way down to Florida. I see the little yellow man there now. Oh, man. He's on my, on my Google Maps. <laughs> yeah, I'd agree. Like we do kind of need a reset to some degree and we need to get back to like, hey, not that we ever were, mm-hmm. but like we need to get back to humans just being bros. Right? Instead of like, you know, it's not that hard to be chill. It reminds me of a song it's really not. called Yellow Submarine. Have you ever heard the song? It's by the Beatles. Yellow Submarine? Yes. Yeah. yes. Where you just chilling I, I, in the Yellow Submarine with all your buddies. 
No, it's more like a yellow Volkswagen bus. Yeah, basically. Because we don't want to be in a submarine. Yeah. We learned that submarines are bad. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we learned that like going from the Titanic in a submarine, I'm sorry, submersible vehicle, I'll have you oh, know. Okay. I was corrected by somebody in the Navy for saying submarine and they're like submersible <laughs> vehicle. Oh. And that person might be my wife. Sounds like semantics. So I couldn't argue. Well, submarine yeah, is just uh, easier to say. She's been on a well, she's been on a submarine before, so she's like, no, that this thing was like a tin can waiting to be crushed. Like submarines aren't way better, but they're better. What? Well, where were we at? Um, we were talking about card stuff two point five. Oh man, <laughs> you put a D in there. Yeah, I did. Uh, it's fine. Um, what? Were we talking? We were talking. I'll about show how... you the D is what you just told me. <laughs> <laughs> we're talking about lobbyists and how they're great and how lobbyists. they're ruining everything. They really are though, man. Like it's like, well, and I think this is probably a good point to, to like just get back to on track, right? Mm-hmm. Like, so Emmanuel Kant, he has a yeah. quote. Okay. He has a quote specifically on humanity. Now, do you know what quote I'm talking about specifically? Mm-mm. Well, he's got one big one. We're not rich by what we possess, but by what we can do without. Act in such a way that you treat humanity, whether in your own person or in the person of any other, never merely as a means to an end, but always at the same time as an end. Mm -hmm. And like, that takes a lot to unpack, but basically it's like, if you just remember the phrase, keep in mind humanity, whether it be to yourself or others, then you get the general idea. Yeah. And he also believed in like a universal ethics where there are some universe, there are some things that are just universally unethical. And yeah. And I think he would agree that lobbying, like, probably on that list. You know what I'm saying? I mean, most philosophers were not millionaires. No. Most of them died poor. Rene Descartes, I think he was a tutor for, like, ever. (laughs) Like, he's a brilliant mathematician, right? Uh, Ended up being a tutor for some princess or duchess or something like that, right? Yeah, I think he had a bunch of health issues bunch of health issues during that and ended up dying like during all that like, it's yeah crazy like, and one I mean, of them one philosopher just like drank poison <laughs> because he pissed off some rich guy yeah yeah and then people wonder why well i think this eat the rich mentality has gone too far <laughs> and it's like it, through history this has happened over and over and over again yeah and a lot of peach rich people live in florida but we got a new bus so let's move <laughs> on north. Yeah. Where are we going? Uh, we got to go to Massachusetts. I got to take oh. a leak and like that's on the way. Oh, good. Was there some uh, bell there in Massachusetts? A bell? Like a, mm, like a Liberty the, Bell? Or is that, that somewhere else? Phil- I thought that was in Philadelphia. Oh, man. I don't know okay. what's in Massachusetts then. What good um, landmark is there? Boston. 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 Oh, Boston. We got ships. Yeah, there was a tea party here, but all the guests left. (laughs) 
I wonder they if threw uh, all the tea in the ocean. Now the ocean's tea, but you can drink it. It's like iced tea in the winter time. Oh, good. I'm I wonder not if sure they charge. What I'm doing. I don't know either. Really I wonder if they charge tax for their tea in Boston. Um, well, they used to, <laughs> <laughs> and then they got mad and threw it all over. Yeah, and then some others got real mad, and now I, there's no more tea. I bet if they go to Starbucks and they yeah. order a, a matcha tea latte, they're going to char- be charged tax for it. I have no idea. Wouldn't that be ironic, though? <laughs> it would be funny. Yeah. <laughs> I, I bet they would. I bet Starbucks charges tax for it. We got to go to Boston to find this out. Yeah. So, but unfortunately, the brand new bus that we just bought broke down. Oh, I contacted the I contacted the manufacturer for it, but they're not mm-hmm. offering much in the way of support. Um, they said that's probably under warranty, and I said, "You fucking think?" And they <laughs> just uh, hung up the phone. So, like, we're <laughs> on our own with the situation. But fortunately, I might be able to find some wiring schematics and figure this out. All right. Well, luckily, um, if you call Volkswagen, maybe their customer service chat team can help you out, but. Uh, you have to wait well, for uh, them to get in contact with you. Yeah, and it could take thirty minutes, but they might be able to email you some schematic. Yeah, yeah, they might be able to. And in Massachusetts, that's largely why most states have things like technical information and schematics. Mm-hmm. I know we just did a corny little segue into that yeah but <laughs> I, I like our little bus routine though where yeah. we're just traveling for no reason like <laughs> and uh, like we're just trying to get to new york so that way i can piss on the statue of liberty so yeah. and we yeah. just happen to be going to all the places that suck yeah yeah uh well, yeah actually i do hate massachusetts the way that they spell <laughs> cities and towns in massachusetts it's fucking dumb so worcester is spelled w-o-r-c-e-s-t E-R. Well, that doesn't make any sense because the booster yeah. we have is W-O-O-S-T-E-R. And... Yeah. Well, and people are like, yeah, don't even get me started on this. But anyhow, they spell cities and towns fucking dumb. Dumb. And Massachusetts also thinks that too. Probably. Probably. I mean, anybody with common sense would. It's like just Rename it. Like, I mean, I mean that's where they came up with baloney and kernel spelling is in Massachusetts. Are you serious? I have no idea. But oh, okay. <laughs> I was I like, no, that would make total sense. I wouldn't put it past them. <laughs> Who knows? So anyhow, so Massachusetts, right? Yeah. Um, they're like one of the states for the longest time, right? That they're it's went to I think their Supreme Court before, but they have something known as a right to repair bill, right? Mm-hmm. Which allows you technical information that has to be made public to be able to like you know work on your vehicle. And this is really more important for shops, right? Right. Um. Now, like shops. They obviously want to be able to work on your vehicle, right? But right, typically, yeah. like their diagnostic tools, um, they use a protocol called OBD2, which stands for Onboard Diagnostics 2. Now, why is it OBD2? Because OBD1 sucked. You were <laughs> out there with like a multimeter measuring pulses. Like it's like, did the voltage spike and you were, 
it was just fucking annoying. I had a truck that was like that once and like I thought it was cool at first, but I'm like, man, like after a while trying to figure out what's going on with this thing would have been way easier if I could just plug it in and it would just work. You know right, what I'm saying? The computer system works, right? You just plug it into that computer outlet and it just reads yeah, everything and all those well, codes. Well, and the other thing about OBD one, right, was that like it wasn't very good. So they like, oh, it's a great diagnostic system, blah, blah, blah. But it's like most mechanics, like, I mean, they would read the code, right? Mm. But they'd be like, oh, okay. So it's saying that you're running to, we'll just say that, like, you got no spark on cylinder two. Okay, this happens all the time. There's a ground wire back there that comes loose in the very bottom that you just have to, like, tighten up mm-hmm. or something like that. I mean, yeah. it was, I, I'm giving a bad example, but that's kind of how it worked. It was just a really bad system and it was really slow. But Massachusetts, though, has always kind of like been like the only reason that auto manufacturers provide that information for all 50 states is because of laws in Massachusetts. But recently, the Department of Transportation has told automakers, eh, yeah, just like ignore what Massachusetts is doing. Like they, what they have in Massachusetts is known as the right to repair, which mm-hmm. we kind of touched on earlier. Yeah. But now they're like eh, just ignore what massachusetts is doing like you you know you just provide whatever information you want to and we'll just call it good perfect sounds good well what this is gonna do is like you know how you go to autozone to get a code read or maybe you have your own personal scan tool or yeah or whatever right right you it allows auto manufacturers like they've all just stuck to that protocol because like why not basically yeah. like I mean, it's who, like and eh, well people need to read it it's obd2 protocol you know like but they can add on additional manufacturer stuff that you wouldn't necessarily see in obd2 right a lot of that stuff is because of this massachusetts law which is just fucking crazy that one state only one state is like eh, you know we like the idea that our guys they can work on their own vehicles and uh in order to do that you know like uh, they they need this information. They need wiring schematics. They need this that. Like you see my point, like, right? Yeah. And that seems like things like because you could make a wiring schematic. By the way, if you just had the vehicle there, mm-hmm. but it's a time consuming process, and it's just leading into dangerous areas with that. Because like first it starts with like you don't get any technical information, and the next thing you know, you can't buy spark plugs for your car. Oh geez, that's a slippery slope. Well, that's what I mean, we were just talking about how these laws tend to lead to that sort of thing. They do, but fortunately, like I was able to get the schematic for now. For, the, uh, for now. For now. But the federal government's basically telling us it's not important, but. I don't remember which side it is, but one of them really doesn't want us to work on our own vehicles, which seems kind of dumb. Which side would it be? What are you going to guess? I would guess the left. I would guess. You know, I would guess the left too, but also (laughs) um, part of me would think the right would do it just because it would make people have to spend more money for capitalism yeah 
So now I'm not. Uh, I, I don't know. I both both parties seem like it would do. They would do that. Yeah, but like, I don't know, man. Like, I learned how to work on cars from my dad, who learned how to work on them from his dad, who learned how to work on them from his dad. Mm-hmm. Right, and that was like pretty much the dawn of like the mechanic era. So you're like you're talking like roughly like 1920s to 30s, right? Right. Um, now that said, my dad took me to go see the Rolling Stones, just like his dad took him to go see the Rolling Stones, just like his father before him took him to see the Rolling Stones. It's a lot of Rolling Stones. Who are you going to take right. to see Rolling Stones? No one. Mick Jagger should be dead by now. <laughs> He's still no, going. It's I a, yeah, I know. That's that's some old comedian's joke. I can't remember. He was on the, the show Yes, Dear, and he made that joke, and I was like, it's actually a really good joke, because Mick Jagger is forever fucking old, and he just keeps doing shit. I would like him to stop. He does not look good either. I know. He looks like a raggedy old skeleton with dyed black hand. Does he got the moves like Mick Jagger? Uh, maybe. So we have the right to repair because of Massachusetts and they're trying to take it away or have they already taken it away? I need a Grand Torino now because your Volkswagen bus is giving me a headache because <laughs> I can't find technical information. No, but like, um, so back to the right to repair, like you were saying, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Subaru and Kia dealerships. So the, the, okay. so the big thing about this is that like um, with the, with this, right to repair bill like the federal government is saying that oh well this technical information it makes it easier to steal cars do you know how easy it was to steal a car in the 70s super easy i mean like literally you could probably just do it with the right screwdriver yeah stick a flat blade in there and then you probably need a wrench but you just turn it and as long as those keys um or as long as the tumblers like break you're fine. You can start it. No issue. Hot wiring a car, super easy as well. Like mm-hmm. I've hot wired a few cars. Like I hot wired a fucking Dodge Neon. So wow, like, I mean that yeah, I know. But I hot wired it because it was my car and oh. I lost the keys. <laughs> <laughs> so like it wasn't that complicated, but I called off work and I was like, fuck, I need the schematic. And then I realized what relay activated it. And I just put a flip switch in it instead of like allowing the key to do that. I snipped some wires, boom, done. Really wasn't that complicated, right? Mm-hmm. So for years, this has been a thing, but they're like, oh, well, this technical information. And it, it, what it is, is it's in wake of, do you remember? I, I can't remember if it was Kia's or Hyundai's, right? Mm-hmm. But there was a TikTok video. That was showing how to steal them. So people all over the country were stealing them. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. That has very little to do with the technical information involved and more the fact that somebody on social media showed everybody how. Like somebody figures out a shortcut like that and maybe they figured it out from technical information, but mm-hmm. probably they just work on cars a lot and realize that Kias and Hyundais are really just giant hunks of shit. <laughs> so. <laughs> It, it like, wasn't I that like complicated. I don't know. Like they're okay. They all. Uh, yeah. A lot of people I know who own them, they love them, but I don't like them personally. Mm-hmm. But like because of that, the federal government's all after them right now, right? Which I mean, you would. I'm actually kind of surprised because Pete Buttigieg is the one who's like in charge of the Department of Transportation, right? Mm-hmm. 
And under him and the charge of the Department of Transportation, we've had more train wrecks this year than any other year previously. And in addition to that, like, you know, we, we have this thing where he's like, oh, car dealerships. Oh. Or not, I'm sorry, not car dealerships. Car, cars. Um, yeah, it's super easy to steal Kias and mm -hmm. Hyundais. And if we take away that technical information, we don't even allow it to be accessed by shops. Only dealer level gets to know that. But we're going to get them good. Like nobody's going to be able to steal the car now. Doesn't make any sense because still there's going to be a dealership and still they're going to hire a mechanic, right? That mechanics then going to end up like, it's just going to make diagnosing a car repair that much more expensive. Right. Like you take it away from the consumer. That's one thing, especially with these electric vehicles, because you do have to be careful. Like that's high voltage there. Mm -hmm. 18650 batteries are nothing to fuck with and they're all just daisy chained in there right it's lithium ion you put the wrong arc in the wrong place you're gonna cause a fire right yeah, that's basic fine. suspension components i get that you have uh, you have that right to make a fire for your car <laughs> i mean you bought the damn thing you got a flat tire and you got to call a fucking mechanic that's dumb that's fucking dumb Fix the goddamn tire yourself like a man. Drink a beer and go about your day. Ugh. But then again, I'm just a redneck from the backwoods. And That's I certainly true. don't know any prolific words like phloxanoxanilopilification or volition or, you know, carburetor. That's mm. a good four-syllable redneck word. Carburetor. Yeah. Yeah. Usually we just say things like mountains and guns and bear. Wow. Companies that contribute to lobbying efforts against right to repair are cumulatively worth 10.7 trillion. They include Tesla, yeah. Johnson and Josh and AT&T, Lily Inc, T-Mobile, Caterpillar, John Deere, General Electric, Phillips, eBay, plus the big five. I don't know what this big five is, but big five. Yeah. So ba I believe, uh, manufacturers rather yeah gm ford apple microsoft amazon fiat so yeah well, yeah it's kind of the same thing basically you have a group of people who like they're supposed to be in direct competition with each other but they realized it was easier to be allies yeah and we went over allying yeah. for a common good when you're trying to yeah. make money from uh, our first episode and we just talked yeah. about how lobbying is awful yeah <laughs> and Basically, from what I understand is uh, there is some lobbyists that are probably um, paying some people in the Senate, either on the right and left, to try and lobby for getting rid of the right yeah. to repair. Yeah. I don't see anything well, specific I mean, to and each side. No. I mean, that's the general trend that you notice when you look into the data, right? So both sides want to try to divide you to get your vote only when it's relevant for elections, but they want to try to divide you and keep you polarized, right? Mm -hmm. And now I'm certainly not some anarchist that's suggesting no government, right? I'm not. I'm just saying that we need to hold our elected officials accountable for their shit, right? Yeah. And this is a big instance of that because we just talked about the right, mm -hmm. right? Right. <laughs> right. So we just talked about the right. Um and how Ron DeSantis, a presidential candidate right now, took on a bunch of money from these lobbyists. And it's like, ah, fuck it. Well, I'll keep the car dealerships out, except for Elon. He's a good guy. <laughs> right. And then you look at the left. And then 
what's left? A bunch of fucking lobbyists over here who are like, I don't know how I feel about people working on their cars because like our service centers are really where we make the money off of. Like, yeah, you pay so much to try and get like close to get your car fixed. Yeah, I don't doubt that. Like, I've never had to deal with that because I've always just fixed my own shit. Just like when my furnace breaks, I fix that. Just like well, when. until you're like, oh, you have a leak in your uh, oil pan and that requires a specialty tool, you have to go straight to the dealership to get a fix. Well, and that's the thing that I'm worried about is it's like, man, like I've been self-sufficient my entire life, right? Like, that's what you got by cars from the 90s where you can hotwire it with a screwdriver in a, in a dream. <laughs> fuck dude like the solution isn't that the solution is like gps tracking like i mean and they'll figure out a way to disable that but the solution is like just extra security like if you can yeah. put so most people think that the key portion is what starts your car right and it certainly is part of that but inside of most cars um inside of the key anymore is yeah. a microchip mm-hmm. and that microchip is usually like 256 bit encrypted or something like that Right. I don't right. I don't know how many bits, but that's not hackable. It runs off anymore. It doesn't run <laughs> off of Bitcoin, but that's not really hackable. Now, there are workarounds for anything. Sure. But for the most part, that's not hackable. I also like you, you'll end up having to replace a car ECU be- before you, you know. I mean, the right to repair certainly isn't for everybody. But it does affect everybody. Though. It does. And it also gives you at least the freedom to work on your own vehicle. And that's what's important, right. honestly. And that's like, yeah, it gives you that sort of autonomy to make your own decisions about what yeah. you're doing. I mean, like, I normally wouldn't work on my car, but like, I can somebody find YouTube charges you like, yeah, somebody charges you how much for a headlight? It's $70. Bucks? And then yeah. probably like, I don't know. It's a hundred and yeah, a hundred and ten dollars an hour basically, plus yeah. parts and services and the parts. They all buy them from Napa anyways, and then they upcharge yeah. it, so I can go get my own part from Napa. Yeah, and my dad will actually fix all my stuff too because he's a mechanic, and but he's always like, "You need to learn how to do this yourself," and I'm like, "Well, if I really need to, I'll pay someone to do it." <laughs> Yeah, but now yeah yeah for now when it gets too expensive like you're just yeah. like oh it's too expensive and i'm like fucking do it in an hour it'll yeah. be fine it's just like the tree limb that certainly didn't oh fall in your neighbor's garage i fucking hate that <laughs> i hate trees uh, me too i hate trees yeah and my, and maybe maybe our next step yeah well, I, I didn't particularly understand his concern but Either way, maybe our next episode will be on oh. how ethical are trees. And he had his own, he has his right to cut down anything in that tree over his property. Right. He's Legally, fine. that is his problem. Yep. It's yeah. fine. I'm not bitter about that at all. Right. We cut yeah. it down. Yeah. Well, then I had another <laughs> tree limb fall down on it, and that one actually hit. Wait, no, it didn't actually hit his stuff, it was like broken. Yeah. And I had to actually get that tree cut down. Yeah, um, that's why it you was dying at one point. But yeah, oh my god! Now, believe it or not, I didn't know how to really cut down a tree at that point. Now I know how. Yeah. So if that situation happens again, like mm-hmm. we'll make you a little notch, we'll figure out the angle, and boom, done. perfect. 
Yeah. And I just it's found actually pretty easy. Yeah. Yeah. You just, um, yeah, you make a, a notch and then you basically cut out a wedge and you put it in the, uh, put it in the back. It's, it's mm-hmm. kind of cool. I'll show you a TikTok or YouTube video oh, nice. sometime. Yeah. yeah. But you don't have trees to worry about right now. Not so yet. it's probably irrelevant, but that's how we should have done it because yeah. we could have done that and it could have been safe. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. we didn't have TikTok at the time though. No, but we do have YouTube to find those YouTube videos on how to fix your car. I've used it for windshield wipers and headlights and taillights and basically like anything little in the car. You can just find a YouTube video, but if it's anything. And and in most instances, I don't think that'll change. Yeah. I think that the auto parts stores also have their own lobbyists and they make most of their money off the little shit. Like, let's be real, like go in to buy an alternator, but like you come out with like a bottle of Valvoline or for, you know, to top off your engine because you're mm-hmm. already there or maybe a bottle of armor all to like wipe down your engine and stuff with, or maybe you just like dice on your door locks or, or hang it from your rear view mirror. That's actually 15. Yeah, you probably don't like that ever. But people but, are like, oh, okay, it's $70. Sure, I'll pay for that. Right. Well, I mean, that's a certain clientele, though. Not yeah. everybody has that sort of money. It's and true. that's why the right to repair is important. It is. It's just like in getting pulled over for that broken-ass taillight. It's like, now we have the utility to be able to fix this. But that might not be around forever. And we can save money doing this. But saving money is not at all a capitalistic idea it's not i mean it should all just trickle down to us according to reagan yeah i mean but i'm waiting to see it i have not seen it yet yeah i barely see raises i mean the raises we get don't even account for like inflation i'm pretty sure i made more money five years ago than i do now based off the dollar price (laughs) see i've just learned to like yell at people to get what i want so if I want to raise, I'll talk to my boss. But most of the time, I try to be fair about it because I can be quite convincing and I can be quite... Um, yeah. I, I wouldn't classify myself as a prolific speaker necessarily, but that's like, you know, I I will like argue with somebody and say, that's a bunch of shit. Like, did you take into account like anything beyond what maybe the Bureau of Labor Statistics told you about wages? like you know offers that i experience on the market or anything like that like like i could i could take that job i like being here i'm comfortable being here so like match it like help me help you yeah my favorite thing is like according to the state of ohio you're entitled to this but i'm like well that is the bare minimum you you yeah. as a company in the fair in the free market can do what you want Right, but get dressed up in that Mickey D's uniform, motherfucker. If you want to offer FMLA for uh, people that have been there for less than a year, you have that right. You don't have to make people wait a year, according to like the state of Wisconsin or Ohio, to give them that right that that benefit. You could just give right. it to them. Yeah, and it, and this is just going out to any employer, but specifically you, Ron, you stupid motherfucker. <laughs> Like, when somebody comes to you with a problem, you don't just fucking dismiss it and get to walk away from it. <laughs> That's, sorry, that was a little bit of a side tangent, but fuck you, Ron. <laughs> the Santas. No. Oh. No. 
Oh. But fuck him, too. Yeah. For different reasons. Fuck most politicians. Well, at least Ron DeSantis is all for right to repair for your Tesla only. <laughs> no, he's just for... <laughs> You're mixing stories up. Oh, yeah, I am. <laughs> well, I'm sure he is all for right to repair for your Tesla only because he gets money from Tesla. Probably. Just like you Clarence that, Thomas you know gets, that's... gets donations as a Supreme Court justice. Yeah, and his wife is some right-wing la- radical like but he's not biased no he's not he can just speak prolifically right so yeah he has that freedom and uh i thought she had to do something with the um the insurrection she did which is crazy like people storming the capitol yeah all right well, this has been this week's episode <laughs> of Ethica America. I now have a fucking headache, thanks to all of y'all. You're oh, welcome. It's been real. Yeah, yep. it's fine. This road trip's just been long, and I feel like when we were driving through, we didn't grab enough water because neither of us really wanted to stop to pee all the time, but we hit a couple roadblocks along the way. So, yeah. Especially when the guy took all our money and we couldn't afford water anymore. I know, that was awful. Yeah, yeah, but it's okay because I made money by selling our uh, marijuana stash that we got in Colorado along the oh, way. Oh, good. And, yeah. and I was giving away energy with the, with the yeah, charger yeah, in with, the back. Oh, wait, that, you, that wasn't making any money because I was just giving it away. We're just doing capitalism the right way, really. Yeah, we are. We made it. Are we going to the Liberty Bell now or the Statue of Liberty? Because I was going to like pee on the Statue of Liberty, but I also just piss on the Liberty Bell. I don't really care. We'll go to where uh, workers' rights were first developed, and that's where we're going to head now. Oh, okay. All right. Road trip. We've been, I like uh, style. We've been uh, talking Pussy about rights around. and worker rights. Yeah. So, And I feel like a lot of people don't understand theirs. Like you have the right to refuse unsafe work as an example, right? And in the past when I've done that, people tell me, oh, stop being so dramatic. Oh, no, it's not going to hurt you. Mm-hmm. Oh, let's just lift this 500-pound couch up three shelves on three very <laughs> sketchy fucking ladders, Ron. Yeah. And fuck you, Adam, for not saying anything. Fuck you. <laughs> Oh, geez. All right. Well, this has been Ethica America this week. (laughs) Uh, I'm Ryan. I'm Aaron. Bye.